While in New Hampshire, our group has conducted a series of interviews with the people attending Nikki Haley rallies in an effort to get a better understanding of who's casting their vote. My name is Sarah Zabios. My name is Anna Goldsand, and you're listening to NPR. This may or may not surprise you, but our team struggled to find avid Haley supporters outside of her rallies. Uh, I haven't decided. Um, I think Biden's too old. I definitely will not have vote for Trump. And I just want to hear Haley and see Judge Judy. (laughs) Most people we spoke to were sure of one thing. Donald Trump should not be the GOP nominee or the next president of the United States. Curious about alternatives to Trump, these rally-goers were testing the waters of Haley's campaign. Almost desperate in their search for a new GOP candidate to restore faith in the old Republican Party. A good portion of Haley's audience voted for Trump in the previous elections, but are ready for a change. I mean, we do not want our government getting into the wrong hands. I mean, like Nikki Haley is not exactly the best choice for that. But, you know, there are worse choices. The environment at these rallies has been, for lack of a better word, tepid. People were attending the rallies because, quote unquote, that's just what you do here, here being New Hampshire. No one could solidly say that they backed Haley in the primary. We got the sense that many of the rally-goers were largely going through the motions expected of a political crowd. But we heard crickets. The pauses for applause were meek. In terms of enthusiasm, she's falling behind. Haley's rallies were strategically held at Exeter High School, the veterans of Foreign Wars Hall, and the Artisan Hotel. It appears that Haley was advertising to a younger audience at the high school. She made several comments about the young people, and how they care about the environment, which was a topic met with subtle applause. But she took a different approach at the Veterans of Foreign Wars Hall, or the VFW Hall. At the VFW Hall meet and greet, people were packed into the room like sardines. The room, hot and humid, was filled with a murky energy. She chose not to address the young people, and mainly focused on the rights of veterans. Despite the large number of veterans attending the meeting, her speech was met with silence. So why are people here? Haley and her supporters know the hard truths. They can't bring back Trump. These are my hard truths. I voted for Donald Trump twice. I was proud to serve America in his administration. I agree with a lot of his policies. But rightly or wrongly, Chaos follows him. You know I'm right. Chaos follows him. And we can't have a country in disarray and a world on fire and go through four more years of chaos. We won't survive. Well, I I think it's important that Trump not be president again. So, you know, anything we can do to put somebody else on the Republican ticket, I think, is is a good thing. Trump's policies, uh, his ego, uh, the way he makes fun of people is not something a president should do. So, you know, I mean, these are just some of the things. Uh, so, that you know, that's what really kind of infuriates me and doesn't want me to, you know, make my vote count. So. But they don't want Joe Biden either. Many people are concerned with Biden's old age and ability to run the country in a second term. We all know 75-year-olds that can run circles around us. And then we know Joe Biden. I mean, in Biden himself, if you want to talk about, I think the biggest problem with Biden is that he's very old, right? 
which is causing many Democrats and independents to sway towards Haley. Um, I'm independent and am undecided and really would like to hear what she has to say. And I think it's definitely very enthusiastic to come to a rally. At each of her rallies, Haley makes a point to say she can take Trump out of the race and beat Biden. So when you look at the general election, on any of those head-to-heads, Biden and Trump are even. On a good day, Trump might be up by two points. I'm in every one of those general election polls. I defeat Biden by 17 points. It's as if she's saying, anyone but them. And her supporters echo this thought. She argues that Trump and Biden are too focused on the past. And she's here, present. We went from cafe to cafe and rally to rally, asking the same questions. And we found some common themes. We began by asking why the 2024 election is so important. And uh, we certainly don't want Donald Trump to win the nomination um, for fear of really losing our democracy. I think that this country needs unity. We are, after all, the United States. And we followed up by asking how Haley can solve this issue. We kind of need a president who's not enraging anyone. And I think Biden enrages more people than Haley. Uh, I want to take a look at uh, probably the only, I, th- I was just saying, it's the only hope of maybe getting us back to the pre-Trump Republican Party, you know, a little bit more uh, the way it used to be before it got a little off the rails. <laughs> so... We like a lot of what Nikki Haley has to say, and I think we will support her tomorrow. For a lot of people, she's seen as the lesser of two evils. She's playing on the line between criticizing Biden and Trump, knowing that her policy alone doesn't differentiate from her competitors. Voters are done with the child's play between the past two presidents. Haley is a new face, a new hope. For her supporters, this is what counts. Thank you to Janie Kiernan and Maddie Trissel for contributing to the production of this episode. Once again, you're listening to Sarah Zabios and Anna Goldsamt. This is NPR. <laughs>